Honey, hello, hello, hello. Oh my God. This podcast, which is called Seek Treatment, of course, is brought to you by the new comedy series, Z-Way. Join the hype. Stream new episodes of Z-Way every Sunday at 11. Only Only on Showtime. Showtime, honey. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex fucking dating and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, well, seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. hey, it's Cuckoo Cachoo. It's Pat Regan. <laughs> this, this is Seek Treatment, a, a podcast, podcast about, about boys, sex, sex, fucking dating, dating and love. love. I'm having Menti Breaky today because I'm about to perform for the first time. I'm about to my show at Club Coming for the first time and stay with me 45 years. Yeah. And of course, of course, of course, the good Lord up, up in heaven above smiled upon me. And made me wake up hoarse three days in a row, which as listeners of the pod know, I've had issues with vocal health since 2012. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, am I really in a place where I'm going to go to the ENT tomorrow to see what's wrong? Oh, wow. And that's spiralina. I don't think you should be in that place because your voice sounds normal to me. And I that think... Is, and I, I don't talk about this much, but I minored in ENT <laughs> at actually Harvard Med. I went to Harvard Med and majored in communications, but minored in ENT, actually. I Harvard to, Med? I went to Harvard Medical School. <laughs> for communication. Ma- Majored in PR, but actually minored in ENT. And I went to Juilliard for being a absolutely mentally ill queen. <laughs> um, I have my BFA in that. So part of it is that I'm mentally ill when it comes to this. Like I'm just very triggerina. But the other part is that, yes, like I was traveling. I was in San Francisco. There's allergies. Oh, I don't think I fully connected that, that you were going to San Francisco. I kind of felt like you were going to mainly Los Angeles, Would California. you like to hear about my experience? Not right this moment. Okay. And I, I respect that. <laughs> Only because we like have something else to talk no, about. No, I know. So like, let's save that for when we, in yeah, 40, more, in literally six minutes, have nothing to nothing say or desperate for this to be over. We don't even know each other. <laughs> yeah. um, the thing we wanted to talk about is, and this is a question kind of for viewers, listeners, sound off in the comments. Are people extra crazy right now? Or have people always been crazy throughout time? Because I think Pat and I are both experiencing a thing where we, sometimes we look at each other and we're like, let's list everyone who isn't crazy. Yeah. And then we pause for about four hours before yeah, we yeah. think of a name. Yeah. And we don't mean crazy in like a way of like, like we're crazy oh yeah no not crazy um deceitful no um like um evil evil uh, to borrow a phrase from our friends of the pod ruby mcallister and david odyssey uh demonic (laughs) i went to dinner with them and it was like they the way they use the phrase demonic was making me laugh so much and so there are a lot of demons out and about yeah yeah yeah. it's like the famous show buffy the vampire Mm -hmm, slayer mm -hmm, but make it real speaking of shows i wanted to tell you I watched the pilot of Cruel Summer last night. Oh, isn't it incredible? Well, every line is was written by you. Yeah, I know. It was just almost Happy like... Happy birthday, oh. Jeanette. What's her name? Jeanette. But what's her last name? I have no idea. Because she sits up in bed and she's like, imagine on your birthday waking up, sitting around. Happy birthday, Pat Regan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, the actress, very versatile. She's, as the series goes, <laughs> you find her to be such a talent. More and more and more. As soon as I saw like... The three different versions of her. Yeah. It's like, crazy. She's a, she's a, she's, this is who she is. She is Josie Grossy in, in the first one. And then she's like, um, then she's like, who is she oh, in the middle? She's like, almost like a mean girl. Like, but, but like a nice version of, she's almost like 
um, Rachel Lee Cook's second character, and she's all that, meaning the hot version. Yeah, she's wearing like Not- a cap sleeve, like long, tight shirt. Yeah, who she's like almost like a Jessica Biel type in the second yeah. version, like Same Mary Camden. Then. When I see those happy faces smiling back, back at me. Um, but wait, and then the third version, she's Shalane Woodley in um descendant or whatever it's called just in that she has short hair <laughs> never seen that but i've heard amazing things about I mean, shailene woodley I've, I've obviously never seen right. descendant with, <laughs> Shailene, with shailene woodley and i obviously don't even know if that's what is it's descendant called. for teens descendant is descend- is it tricks is it for kids or is it adults <laughs> it's tricks, is it for tricks teens. Or booze? <laughs> it's if we tried to see descendants a humongous ass rabbit <laughs> would be like descendants for kids <laughs> um, is that and that's say it would be not with george clooney i can't imagine but george you know what clooney i'm talking about that. There's a, he's in a movie called Descend, the Descend. I mean, we the have to be honest that eighty percent of movies are called like Descend. <laughs> like eighty percent of movie is called Descendia. The other ten percent are called like What Was Mary Thinking? <laughs> yeah. Or we're like, no, no, no. Then there's a genre of movie that's just called like Vermont. And then there's also a genre of movie that's kind of on Netflix that's in the horror section, and it's yes, just the co- Descendants. Oh, George Clooney's in the Descendants. Let me. No, no, no. It's a different movie though. Oh, okay, perfect. That's Shailene Woodley's movie. Oh, but that's not the but movie. That, wait, wait, so this is what, okay. This, so is, a, this, is, this is a true mind. Fuck. So this is beautiful commentary. Shailene Woodley is in multiple Descendants <laughs> franchises, <laughs> which means there's so many Descendants that Shailene actually had to take on mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. roles in a movie about Descendant. Um, Shailene now, Woodley really came out of nowhere. Um, she did accept that for me she didn't because I did watch the famous show Secret Life of American Teenager oh, okay. or whatever My apologies. that tells a story about like what would happen if and I remember thinking like is the premise she gets pregnant the premise is she gets pregnant I always used to love that yeah it's, I mean it's, it's like in, as a teen it's like your worst nightmare and so you're watching it and you feel like okay yeah as a teen it's like okay you have to literally tell all your adults in your life that you have sex that you're slut. and that now you have a baby but I remember watching that show. Oh, I love this baby from sex. There were some really hot people in that show. The um, I think the main mean boy in that show was really hot. <laughs> Ten minute pause. Um, the, <laughs> the main mean boy. The main mean boy. Oh, okay. Because there was like a main nice boy who I think was the father of the bee. Okay. But then there was a mean boy who I think Shaylee. And by mean, I just mean he was like good at sports. But he, I don't think he was inherently mean. But like sometimes he could be kind of mean. And I think Shailene and him kind of ultimately were endgame. Okay. And I think it was like the writers being like, yeah, like, she's not going to end up with the nerd who's the dad of her baby. Like, that's actually not what's right for Shailene's mm-hmm. character. But I do remember thinking, like, everyone in this TV show is a little bit bad at acting. But Yeah. And I also remember thinking that Molly Ringwald was in it, because she was. And that's why I thought that <laughs> as I was watching her in it. As I was watching Molly Ringwald in it, I was thinking, I think Molly yeah, Ringwald was yeah, in yeah. this. You know, I remember when I learned that, like, what makes a good movie is that the ending um, is either unhappy or unresolved. And then people are like, whoa, that was art. Totally. When it's happy, it's like, well, oh, what's this? What's yeah, this whole thing? it's like people have to be like, I love that you didn't feel the need to tie it up in like a little bow. Because <laughs> yeah. that's not how it is. Yeah, life. And I'm like, life is no part of life is like any part of the movie. Yeah, no one's so, ever. But is Cruel Summer worth? Should I continue with it? It is. The most recent episode, I was kind of... Well, so what happened to me was... That guy's kind of hot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He gets hot sometimes and less hot and hot and less hot. I noticed that. Yeah. The most On recent... her birthday morning, he was really hot. <laughs> yeah. I not was... when he punched her, not so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and But what I will say is in the most recent episode, he was at his hottest. For, okay. for no reason. He looks exactly <laughs> the same every time. It's like, what is this an energy which, thing? Um, <laughs> which episode are you on? 
Um, the most recent. And how many are there? I forget, maybe six. I think I watched them when there was three out. I started, and then I've been watching them weekly ever since. But what happened to me with this time is, obviously, since the summer, everyone's been telling, everyone's been shouting in my face, the wilds, the wilds, the wilds, the wilds, the wilds. Watch the wilds. And I was like, calm down. I'll watch it if I want. Oh, right. So I never could get into it because it's about it's about um, young girls trapped on an island together. And even though that sounded good, I was like, for some reason, I never felt like getting into it. Well, you know, I don't like one place programming but i will say the wilds is incredible and i watched okay. it all 10 episodes in two days and then when i came back to cruel summer because they're kind of adjacent mm-hmm. like i was like i can't get as into cruel summer now that i know the wilds is out there yeah and um but the wilds it's like they so it's all these girls from different backgrounds plane crash on an island mm-hmm. they're all like freaking out obviously one's lesbian one's why like, is it only girls on a plane um because because, <laughs> no they're, <offense>. because they're <laughs> being flown by um Oh gosh! Are they like a gymnastics this, team or something? Uh, no, not they're being flown <laughs> to a girls' summit in Hawaii. Obsessed. So they think things are not as they seem. No, things are not as they seem. I want to make sure where things are exactly as they seem. <laughs> things are not as they seem. It's almost like Lost, but make it like um, girls' summit. That sounds interesting. It was really good. There, um, I mean, some of it is like a little bit LOL. The main act, the, not the main actress, but like the adult, the main adult in the show, who's like nefarious is um the one who was kind of flying them to the summit is first and foremost a researcher and she (laughs) is played by the actress who was in the abc show brothers and sisters with calista flockhart i'm doing Mm, that i'm mm -hmm. doing the nc state wolf pack sign for no reason (laughs) um (laughs) that's also known as like the fun shadow puppet sign the universal sign for like playful romantic shadow puppet moment and um, she's also was in Muriel's wedding, and that's like how she got her start. Oh my! Oh, wait, what is gonna give me my start? Muriel's wedding, the reboot. That would be my dream, of course. Yeah. You know, it's sort of it's so, what's so interesting is that I was never kind of in the mix when I was a teen or even a young twenties, so I never got to be on the wilds. I never got to be on the wilds either. I didn't get I didn't get to audition for for primetime television until I was, I believe, twenty six years old. Did you want to be like a kid actor? Yeah, my parents were like, no. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Our gen... Okay, so our parents' generation was very, like, moralizing about, like, being a child actor and being like... Yeah, drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah, I remember my mom always had this opinion, and she still has it, and I hope it's okay to speak about this publicly, but she thinks that if you're, like, under 21 and you, like, host Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. it's like a death knell, and that you shouldn't oh, be there. It's too late. Oh, very specific. It's too late at night. I remember when Lindsay Lohan was hosting at, like, it's too late at 18, night. she was like, she should, she should be home. Like, this isn't... I'm sorry. I think this is, should be for adults. Because it, it's like a little off color yeah. and like it's late at night and she just doesn't. So anyways, that's but I think hates. that our generation, I noticed a lot of people in my orbit have I've babies. noticed are having their Shout kids out to Betsy. are really wanting their kids to be in like auditions. And it's Who? like, I think our generation. Like, that scares me. Our millennial. It's not people in the biz. It's almost yeah. like the people like from college, or, like the people from like high schools as siblings. Like you always hear it's like they're like posts on Instagram be like, this kid's in the CVS commercial. Like it's like little Johnny is in the CVS commercial and they'll post it on like Facebook. And it's like, oh my God. Le- let him not be in it. My dream is for my kid to either be um, a visual artist. Or absolutely addicted to the idea of having a nine to five. 
Mm, I want my kid to be like. Um, actually, I don't know what I want. My actually, kid to I don't be. care either. Yeah. I want them to be healthy and happy. Is that so crazy? I don't need my kid to be a visual artist, only because then we would have nothing to talk about. I just mean like I want them to have something they're passionate about, but I just. I wouldn't wish wanting to be an actor on my worst enemy. I guess I feel like if my kid was a visual artist, I'd come in and be like, nice, he's painting. How did you think of that? And they'd be like, <laughs> you don't get it at all. That's they'd not throw, how it, they'd throw be, paint at you. They'd throw paint at me. They'd be like, it's not how it works, actually. Or even when they were adults, and like, even if they were celebrated, like, they'd be like, my dad just doesn't really, like, my dad's <laughs> really cool, and like, he's creative too, but he just doesn't really get like what I, what I do, you know? So oh. it's hard. There's a disconnect, they would say to their friends. And their friends would be like, oh, yeah, that's hard. Have you tried to, like, talk to him about it? And they'd be like, for some reason, like, I just can't. Mm. And I would be trying so hard. I would see him on, like, certain days. I'd be like, so how is that painting going? And you're, oh, my God, I love this. And he but wouldn't be able of, to take my compliments. He wouldn't be able yeah. to take my compliments because he'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it's because my parents aren't creatives, but I kind of like that there's a disconnect. That they're just, like, generally proud and they don't really understand the, like... Yeah. The littler, the smaller things. I think that's true too. For some reason, I think if my kid was a visual artist, sure, and that's he a very specific to... scenario. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And I'm sorry I even suggested that he it would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, if my kid is a visual artist, I will accept them, love them absolutely no matter what. That's beautiful. Should we take a question? Letters for help? Yeah, let's take a letter for help. I have the need to do some um, service. I'm feeling um, altruistic. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> altruistic as well. I'm I always remember learning the word altruistic. Altruism. Yeah. Being good. For no reason. Giving. I think Miss O'Connor taught me that. Shout out to my fourth grade teacher who said it with me, hated me for no reason. Mrs. O'Connor. <laughs> All my teachers in fourth grade hated me for no reason. It was a hard year for my self-esteem. Miss O'Connor, my homeroom, Mrs. Fates hated me, made me keep my books in a crate. My and then social studies teacher, Miss O'Connor, hated me for no reason. I had a math teacher, Miss Raleigh, who I famously by accident she or, she hated me from jump. She Miss Raleigh, oh my god, she was young, <laughs> a young woman who would work at like an elementary school Catholic school. So it's like, okay, what's going on? She loved basketball, okay, and she actually worked before she started at our school. She worked at my basketball camp. Okay. And her name was Renee, Coach Renee at the basketball camp. Mm -hmm. So then I show up for school, and she was kind of like the mean coach. Mm -hmm. I show up for school. Renee, the coach Renee, is now a math teacher named Miss Raleigh. Mm. So I say to her, trying to connect. Cognitive dissonance much? I go, and she was like normal at the camp. Like she didn't do anything great, but I go, I went to that camp. I know you from that camp. You were a coach. And she goes, well, I'm not the person here that I was there. Whoa. Okay. She came out so strong. <laughs> she hated me for the rest of my life. One time when she was coming around checking homework, she had a huge blemish and for no reason i mouthed um pimple and she's like what did you say and oh. i was like nothing i was just dissociating and i mouthed it and then she it was very like austin <laughs> powers like mole 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 and um <laughs> remember how funny that was <laughs> that to me was never funny because i had lived it i guess <laughs> and so she sent me out to the hall and then she came out and was like what did you say and i was like i didn't say anything and she was really pissed anyways Fourth grade was when I discovered character comedy when I became the official class clown and kept getting kicked out of class. Oh, really? Because I would make my friend laugh so much. We would make each other laugh so much. It was a simpler time. I remember everyone like hated me in all the grades, but then like in sixth grade there was like, um, <laughs> in sixth grade there was a thing where like, you know, when you were in a bad, were you ever in a bad class where like all the teachers like this class is the bad class? Like <laughs> you guys, people are, you have no idea. Miss Sullivan is pulling her hair out with you guys. So I'm sick of it. 
Um, I was never in that. I was that, good. That was my sixth grade class, but um, I was good. But um, but maybe I wasn't. Anyways, I forgot about how like you didn't change periods and what a rush it was when you started changing periods in yeah. sixth grade. We changed periods in fourth grade, but in a very oh my god, fourth grade. But it was a very um, it was embarrassing. It was like they just were having us switch periods to like train us to switch periods. I felt sure. like so there was three teachers you would go to. You would be in your one place for most of the time, and then when you would go, you would go only to one teacher for social studies and one for reading. But, like, they would make you stand in such a line. It didn't feel like in TV where they were, like, just running around the hallways, like, going, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a recurring dream that I'm in my high school, and I cannot find my class that I'm supposed oh, to go to. But um, But wait, so... Letters for help? <laughs> letters for help, but... What was, oh, one thing oh in sixth grade everyone hated me but um, god forbid we didn't get into talking about my vacation <laughs> i just went on <laughs> no we're gonna have that no like, i literally th- no, it's actually, ma- no it's actually ma- boring but doesn't it feel amazing to have it in our back pocket yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i did something yesterday where someone was like so how do you guys prepare for the podcast and i'm like honey yeah what does that mean i know i whenever you do someone else's podcast and they have like questions for you that where they know something about you i'm always like I'm oh, like, I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. But whatever. Yet, nevertheless, we persisted. <laughs> um, but so there was a thing that my sixth grade teacher did where every once so every week one person like their picture would be on the wall, like mounted on construction paper because for some reason construction the, paper is goals. Uh, it's the bay. <laughs> it's the meat of childhood. In the aughts, the <laughs> main part of the educational system is mounting things on construction <laughs> paper for literally no fucking reason. Blue sticks? Do people still Mount. Do people still mount? I don't know that people mount in the digital age. <laughs> I don't know that construction paper is relevant in the digital age. I remember a specific art class where the whole class was to learn how to cut a circle out of construction paper. You I... start with a square, corners oh, first, oh, and then you kind of yeah. I'll always remember. Um, we had this art project when I was in eighth grade. You looked forward to it. You knew the eighth graders did this art so, project. The this is what you knew. The eighth graders did this art project in sixth grade. You quote unquote learned about sex, but just meant like reproduction was like in the vocabulary for science. We didn't learn about periods at any point. Oh, well, they still happened. <laughs> no, not in my town. <laughs> and, um, but wait, like, so you would pick out a candy between like Miss, uh, you'd pick out a candy and like I would, I picked New York peppermint patty. There was like Kit Kat. There was whatever. Mm-hmm. So you would draw a magnified version of it. You would pick an mm-hmm. area, draw it, but then you would take a bite out of it, leave it in a Ziploc bag, and then the next one you would draw it with a bite taken out, and then you take another bite. Oh my god! And draw, so you got to eat the candy. You, as but you... It, you were so excited because you got to eat a candy in school. But it, <laughs> you ate the can, you ate one New York peppermint patty over the course of like six weeks. That can be healthy. <laughs> you know, you get it in a Ziploc bag. But wait, my picture was on the wall for my week in sixth grade. And everyone who was mean to me all the time and like tormented me, like wrote on it that I was funny. And I was like, oh. do you guys think I'm funny? Like, why is everyone like literally harassing me and stealing my jacket every day at recess? You know what? When you're funny, because my friends were obsessed at camp with spraying Febreze on me, like on my body. Oh, my God. And I thought it was so funny. I was like, you're bullying me. And they're like, we think you're so funny. And I was like. Stop spraying Febreze on me. Well, my main bully did tell me I should have a TV show. <laughs> and that is, that be, hey, that sums up Hollywood for you. Holly, working in the entertainment industry, as we are kind of, say with me, trying to do, is it summed up by your main bully telling you you should be on TV. <laughs> he was so mean to me. You know, when it's like, when I think about that, that's, did you know, I wrote my newsletter about how, how cruel 
how cruel I teens could be. Um, Wait, I don't think I get it. It's fine. No, it's not. It's not fine. You, know, you, know, you know why it's fine? And this is, I, first of all, I never want this to change. Yeah. And we all know what I'm going to say. What? Um, so Pat here, Allison, has never um, seen my episode of High Maintenance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear I've never seen my episode of High Maintenance. And by my episode, I mean an episode where I'm flat. You could see me. Don't blink it's and don't miss It's because he's scared that. to see these titties. Yeah. These big, nice knockers. I honestly think that's part of it. Yeah, it's it's... You don't want to be tempted. I don't want to be tempted. It could dist- it could blow up my life. If I went straight now, it would blow up my life. <laughs> um, it would change your whole brand. Yeah. So maybe that would be. I feel brain dead right now. Is that okay? Yeah. You don't seem brain dead. It's because I, and not to like. Piggyback. Say this again, but I did take half a Zanny because I thought I had more time to sleep. And yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to listen to the, you know, whatever. If you, if you listen to this pod and you think, hmm, she's taking too many drugs lately. Um, I say Which, I want to hug you. I, <laughs> I hug you. I don't think that though. I do. I I think it, it's. You, but you know what I need like to a, share with you? What? My doctor has prescribed me Ritalin. You, did you know? And this is how you know. You I'm saw in the bathroom. I've known that for weeks. You know what? It's so funny because I thought I was like, should I tell him? Yeah. What it, does it make you feel? Um, crazy. Um, no, it makes me feel excited for you. Like. <laughs> I think that well, Ritalin's such a specific thing. I've only done Ritalin a couple of times. How does it like, differ in uh, your mind? It's like slightly worse than Adderall. Worse than it's not as strong. Not worse than saying strong. It's it's not quite as rack. I feel as what as rack, which is short for recreational, like in the TV show Parks and Rec. It definitely feels medical. Yeah, like I, I've taken. Do Adderall. you like it? Yes, I I I think it's I a very could take low Ritalin. Dose. It's. It's like I, I noticed it was low dose. I do like it, but I also so she was like try to take like two or three days off every week. Like don't take it every day. Yeah, because I'm like I told her because of your your story. I was like I don't want to get addicted to this. Yeah, even though it has been helping me a lot. Did she? I, I'm surprised. I was honestly surprised when I saw because first of all, well, what I what I lol at myself for was knowing the like, generic version because it doesn't say Ritalin mm-hmm. on your box. It says like methylphenidate. Meth. It literally yeah. just says like meth in huge letters. But, but actually, Ritalin is technically, I believe, and and I would love if scholars, doctors, and of course randos could reach out to me and correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> of course, the people who want to bully me. <laughs> um, I believe that Ritalin is technically not. An amphetamine. I think it's a stimulant, but not an amphetamine. Interesting. So that's and less Adderall like, is an amphetamine. Like, does that mean fall. I'm less likely to get addicted? I think so. I mean, am, when we talk about amphetamine, when we talk about Adderall, it's a set, it is literally speed. Um, whereas Ritalin, methylphenidate, to me, it's like something slightly different. I find so far that it's like it gives me a little boost. For yeah. A few hours I mean, it definitely gives you a boost for a few hours when I take it, and then. It fades pretty quickly. I have no problem sleeping or anything. Yeah. And I, I did feel, I don't know if this is just me because I'm depressy, but I felt like on days when I haven't been taking it, I feel like I've been a little extra sad. Oh, really? Yeah, I could see that. So I just, I'm actually, I actually am talking, checking in with my girl today. I, I, of course. How did it come about? You want to know? Yeah. But also I'm like, I bet I could have Ritalin. I said that to Angela when I got home. I said, Catherine's on Ritalin. I bet I could have Ritalin. <laughs> it's so funny. You went to my bathroom and I was like, oh. I hope I didn't upset him. No, it would never upset me. I'm always like fascinated. Yeah. Well, and then so, I actually went to the bathroom today and I was like, oh, she took it away. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> You're like, I have to pee. I um, did have to pee. But I was like, are you tempted to take it or what is your feeling? No, about I'm it? not tempted to take it. I just, um, you know, it's, I think I'm always going to have an obsession with pills, with other people's pills. With- well, I think I have that too, to a lesser extent. Like once you start experimenting you're fascinated by like anyone else's cocktail and totally. like what's out there 
Well, it, honestly, it started because a friend of mine was like, I was diagnosed with like adult ADHD, blah, blah. And we were talking and I was like, that sounds literally exactly like me. For some reason, I said my friend of mine was diagnosed with adult diapers. I don't know why. Yeah, she was. What if she was? <laughs> Wait, for some reason, the phrase diaper really set something off. Maybe now I can't remember it. Can you believe I did that painting? No one never saw that coming. Um, I can't believe. Okay, you're my son I can't connect with. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Um, so I brought it up to my psych. And what she said was often, it's actually common, sometimes adults who struggle with depression and anxiety, they're actually dealing with some form of adult ADHD. And she was like, we can try it out, girl. Yeah. my. Um... But I famously, well, Butrin did not work for me. It made me feel like shit. Yeah. And, and I thought that was kind of an upper and so I was scared to try any upper. They say that, but that, I don't, I've never felt that with Well Yeah. Butrin. But this has been promising. I um what was I going to say? My um eating disorder woman thinks I have ADHD. But and then I tried to go on like a completely non stimulant ADHD medicine and it did an, it had an amazing effect where it helped me not at all and gave me headaches all the time. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was amazing. I obviously um am still on it, just kidding. But um But I also haven't been taking my Prozac and I don't know why. Oh really? I accidentally took double my Prozac two days ago. I slept for six hours for no reason. I think it's because like I was coming so good for the past two weeks, and I was, but I did have like, I would say like two major meltdowns this past week. Oh, really? Well, not not to talk. I'm not going to talk about the vacation. Not to talk about. No, we have that. Not, like, we'll, we'll for just there. the situation. But what I felt was like, it was just one of the, after this year, and then having a week of like 7 a.m. to like 3 a.m. like social events. Yeah, I was so cosmically drained that i just like started sobbing totally i could never I i'm still not rec- i'm still like recovering my only thing i tried to like even when i tried to go to the premiere of dear friend i know rachel shiva baby i like literally had to leave like eight minutes in so i was like this is too much for some reason like that was also like still like it was just post-vax and everyone yeah. was like on edge i think it's gonna take me kind of a long time to want to see everyone also angela was just away for like three days on a job so oh. i was like alone in the apartment which i love That's nice. but i also like i was so sad like because just, you missed him because i missed him and also like i always want to be like i i desperately want to be alone i mm-hmm. desperately want to isolate but i get so sad and i did have a moment of being like oh my god i am like so uh, sad for some reason but it is nice having anyone else around even if you don't really want them it does you're kind of forced to pick it up a little bit. They say that addiction and eating disorder are, are both diseases that like really make you want to be alone. Like they really try to isolate you, which is true. I that- definitely feel that when it comes to my eating disorder, like there is no, like I don't ever want to eat a meal with anyone else ever again. Like yeah. eating alone is fucking bliss. Yeah. Like just being, you know, you know, you order, <laughs> you order four things. <laughs> you put them out on, a, I'm not about putting, I've, and this is something I want to be relatable. I'll put him out on a towel on my bed. That's fine. It's heaven. That's to have a towel. You have like maybe three or four takeout containers. You t- you put the show on. Yeah. And what what's important to me is like when you first start eating, you want something on that you're not really watching, so you can really totally, be eating. Totally, totally. And then as you're kind of coming down from the binge, you're like, <laughs> now I can watch something that I like. Yeah. Now let's get into cruel summer. Damn. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Vacation was also just like constant food. Yeah constant drink in a way that like i famously love drinking but you know when like you're like day drinking and then it's just the point where, like you haven't the drink doesn't affect you anymore yeah you're not getting more drunk the way you're saying drink for some reason like 
concentration. It's, it, it's not even to me British. To me, it's like nineteen twenties. Okay. Like, he loves the drink. Or yeah, like, he's he's always he's always on the bottle. Yeah, yeah. He can't get enough of the drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's my riddle, and I it's so funny. I knew you would notice. Yeah. I don't know why I was like, should I bring it up? You've been sober for so long now. It's not like I'm like, he's going to take it. No. Yeah. I don't think he needs to feel That never crossed my mind. Yeah. But I was like, is he going to be. Why is this? Like, my shorts are that's, turning into a literal thong for that's, no reason. That's womanhood. <laughs> oh, womanhood okay. is your shorts being constantly so far up your hole. They're in your head. Um, hi, you guys. I want to talk about something with you really personal, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite brands. And it's actually called Public Goods. We've told you about it before. Um, I really like the aesthetic of their products. Um, they're really clean and like minimalist in a really chic way that actually Gorgeous makes you feel packaging. interesting for once. It makes yeah. your, you feel like you have your life together. Now, what is Public Goods? Basically, it's this amazing brand that literally does everything. It's a one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo to pet food. Public Goods is basically your new everything store, and it's so thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. And this episode is, dare I say, brought to you by Public Goods because we love them, we support them. They gave us all these gorgeous products to make our homes look like we have, you know... Our shit together. Yeah. I will say my, my two favorites, I've said it before, I'll say it again, are the dish soap and the shampoo. The shampoo because I like the smell of it, mm-hmm. and I like the way it makes my hair soft, and also the dish soap is um, just works really well. and Cuts through grease, not to be a total... <laughs> Uh, commercial, but it does cut the grease. <laughs> Basically, Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. I, too, love the shampoo and conditioner, and I love that they ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives, which are, say with me, still common on drug and grocery store shelves. Public Goods is committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And Public Goods uses a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers, which could potentially be you. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. And ready for this, kings and queens? Public Goods plants one tree for every order placed, so they incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. Join hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new everything store. And this is the craziest part, Pat. I don't know if you heard this, but we actually, you and me, worked out an awesome new deal just for Seek Treatment listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They're so confident. You will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase, baby. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash seek treatment or use code seek treatment at checkout that is p-u-b-l-i-c-g-o-o-d-s dot com forward slash seek treatment to receive $15 off your first order oh my god my truth salutes feeling your best this is true it starts with what you eat Sakara gives you the ability to not just eat healthy, but truly, literally enjoy it because they have these chef-crafted, plant-rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health, honey. Yes, I will say that uh, we did try Sakara, and it did feel very, very easy to eat in a, in a natural and healthy way that um, is difficult for me when left to my own devices. Totally. It's like you don't have to clean up. They have these gorgeous meals. 
They taste good. So if you're looking to change your diet, here's a radical idea. What if, and this is something I very much support, instead of imposing restrictions and limits, which is not healthy, you nourished your body and gave it more of what it really needs. Sakara believes in giving you more of what's good for you. You want to stay healthy, but actually enjoy your meals. And with Sakara, you get nutritious dishes that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste. So basically, Sakara is this very chic nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. I did feel like my skin was glowing. The menu of creative chef-crafted ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S. Along with delicious, plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials, like supplements and herbal teas, to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. Made with organic raw cacao, it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners, you stupid little sluts, 20% off on your first order when you go to sakara.com slash seektreatment or enter code seektreatment at checkout. I really can like vouch for Sakara because I used it even before we were doing their ads and I just... I love how they make it feel like fancy and exciting to do these prepackaged meals where some of these other brands, it's like so pathetic. Yes. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash seek treatment to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash seek treatment. Amaze. I just thought of my crush of the week, who it's going to be. Someone I've been feeling so sexual about. Oh my God. Um... Let's do a lot of I have a crush of the week, actually. Okay. Not oh, to be so crazy. Congrats. Kind of, I you know who I saw I saw in LA. Here's the thing. If you play this is how I feel. If you plan a social hang, it's usually like uh, I know. It can never be as good. It can never live up to the height. Yeah, why is that true? I'll always you know what the worst, worst, worst thing is? And this really happened to me with someone who I will say it for just for your benefit, but mm-hmm. the, and I want it to actually be in but bleeped. Why is that like my funnest thing because, in the world? Because it's like it's so fun for the listener. Well, because also you're like, generous, I, you're giving. Well, because it's also kind of like I want. Does my voice sound weird to anyone? Or are we all actually fine? Also, I think because then, like from, <laughs> I think that from your reaction, then what is it? Yeah, it's cool. It's not the same, Allison. Allison tried to say it was <laughs> the same. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, are you like really mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you know Allison's the sweetest woman alive. Literally. And she, also, I think if I don't know when you get mad, do you like? What's your response? Do you kind of keep it in? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no, like, but like, do you show it? No. If you were annoyed with me, like, would you tell me? No, I just probably wouldn't talk to you for like. A really oh my god! Please don't do that. Oh my god! I feel romantic towards Allison. I know. Often, actually. Well, Allison, she's like, why am I going looked- straight in my thirties? Yeah, first, first being scared to see my tits for fear of getting too hard. Second, trying to fuck my cousin. Um, now, wait. Now, let me say this. Oh. Thank you for this. Okay, so this is the worst situation, and it revolves around when you plan a hangout, and for some reason, 
it's bad. And this is when you see someone once, it's incredible. You have oh, chemistry, it's oh, fun. Oh, don't. You're this is even breaking if, my heart already. And, and maybe they're like in the biz, maybe they're even like higher up than you and you're making yes. them laugh and you're like, oh, this yes. person loves me. This person's like champion. Yes. And then you guys plan, you're like, we have to hang out. You plan a lunch. Oh. The lunch is like going to the pulling dentist, teeth. pulling teeth. Yeah. Like it is torture. There's nothing to say. You feel like you're doing homework. <laughs> you're on a group assignment. You're like, you're like looking at the weather being like, what, what, what weather is there to talk about? <laughs> yeah. That happened to me with Oh yeah, remember? I, I do love remember her. That. I do love her. The, these are believed. Yeah, that happened to me early days, early days. Love, it's Love Island reference. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> oh no way. We had a coffee that was like okay. In another one that happened to me, you maybe may not know this girl. Her name's um. Literally, I left it being like, we're sisters. Like it yeah, was actually yeah. like emotional. Not only did I never see her again, never even heard from her again. <laughs> so bleep those names. Yeah. Who else that happened to you with? I'm trying to think. Um, it's hard in this post-pandemic to like remember to give yourself time to recharge. Totally. Like I stayed in last night. I had some friends I honestly really wanted to hang out with, but I knew if I went, I would be unpleasant. Yeah. It's kind of nice that me, for me and Angela, because I'm such a homebody, like such mm-hmm. a never want to go out and he'll like kind of, I think because he's with me he ends up going out a little bit less mm-hmm. and maybe having to drink a little bit less um because he honestly doesn't drink very often and um but I think like he may be used to mm-hmm. whereas he I think because I date him and he loves to like see people like I do end up I mean not it's good for recently you. but it's like it is I feel pressure to go places sometimes that I I mean I still end up telling him a lot of times like just go without me but I feel like he understands I, he definitely understands like every three times I'm like I should go which and, and then I end up like it's sometimes good it's sometimes good it's to leave your house I do feel like yeah when I was with my ex he didn't drink for a whole year so I just like you know it was easy to be like oh we're just obviously not drinking tonight yeah and now that I'm with someone who's so social yeah who doesn't like I love Bri's relationship to drink because um, <laughs> he like he's the kind of guy who can like literally have one beer and be like, what a fun night. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, I'm like either, that's not fun. I'm like, I need nothing or four drinks. Yeah. Which is, that's always just like, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> but I'm listening to a book about it. So it's okay. Oh, that's going to be really helpful. Um, It is helpful. Oh, good. Uh, It's also annoying. I'm listening to this book that's like, <laughs> you would hate this book because it's actually like, I'm listening to an audio book. It's like, the patriarchy wants you to be an alcoholic. And it's like. Does it? I don't know. I don't think that's I'm like, true. Doesn't the world want you to be. I'm like, I'm like, doesn't my brain want me to be an alcoholic? The patriarchy doesn't give a shit either way what I am. It like literally. Like, well, you know, alcoholism is no longer like a medical diagnosis. It's called alcohol use disorder. Oh, that what does that make you feel bad? I, that, I don't like that. What oh, I said was, what does that make you feel bad? Because I knew it would make you feel. <laughs> um, I just like, be annoying to me. I just yeah. You're like that's not what I have. Yeah, I don't have alcohol use disorder. <laughs> You're like I don't use it. <laughs> yeah, but I still uh, suffer from alcoholism. Yeah. But what was I going to say? Wait, I had the most un. I'm having the craziest experience with a gay person in the world right now. Community? Um, not, not community. Um, who actually, we haven't seen community in a second. But, I was um, laughing on the Rach episode when you were like, I was like, is he hot? And you're like, it's actually impossible to tell. It is really hard. He wears too many layers. Okay. Oh, this you're, is my most masked thing. I have the ESPN app. and when, For track? For track. Look but your cute background. For track, but people don't have to know that. And so like, oh, I know. But so when... um. So when like 
that sound happens, it means I'm getting an ESPN update. And so the patriarchy really likes me at that point. But, <laughs> and so um, you're not alcoholic anymore. And so I'm not alcoholic anymore. And they tell me, fine, you don't have to be one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the King of England tells me I don't have to be an alcoholic when my ESPN nap goes mm-hmm. off. But wait. Wait, one quick note is that the good news is now that I'm on 10 million medications, I'm actually supposed to drink way less. So it actually makes it easier. Oh, perfect. Because I'm like, well, I don't want to die <laughs> what was i going to say um, oh sorry oh so this gay person so remember last time i came i brought this we need a segment called so this gay person <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so okay this is actually such an interesting story it's not at all so i um <laughs> um oh cool remember last time i came here i was had that book and i was like i'm so into this author right yeah. now bill clegg yeah so i get to the end of the book and I loved it. I love the book. I love his writing. Obviously, in the, the about the author um, picture, you're just like, hot. So then what I do is I'm reading the acknowledgments for no reason. I never do this. This was like a – Because you felt really connected. This was a God shot, which is what some alcoholics call it when, like, a God thing happens. Oh, I like that. But it's so random. So I, I get to the um, – I get to the no, no acknowledgments, and I see a name I know. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know that person and he, and I have a flashback of one of my Dupac shows where that person came. Oh my God. Brought their friend who I was like, that's hot. And then I was like, <gasps> that was the author. I follow the author on Instagram. He followed me back. Oh my God. Ah! <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> to know the gay author. Wait, you guys got to get coffee or something. I know. I'm so afraid to message Oh, him. he'll be, he'll be, I'm sure he'll be so excited. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I was screaming at the gay author knowing me and um, I broke Wait, all he'll be. I'm sure he'll be so excited to meet with you. I hope. If he came to your show, he must be in love. I hope. How old is he? Um, I think he's like 50. Perfect. Yeah. The perfect age. Yeah. Wait, that's so exciting. He's married. Well, so are you, essentially. Uh, yeah, I Google. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This, like, I don't think he'll listen. I Googled. I was like, okay, he's married to, like, a th- he got, he's married to a, a person who's younger than him, but a little bit older than me. He looks kind of like Andrew Reynolds. Maybe this shouldn't be on. In the no, I think that's fine. Yeah. That's true. He looks, but, you know, when, like. If, we, if everything on Wikipedia is true, it's true. You know, when, like, you like an author, then it find, you like a gay author who's hot, and then you realize they came to your show. And then I mean, that's crazy. He's married to someone who looks like Andrew Reynolds. It's like, okay, like. You don't care about me. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no greater rush than like someone Knowing liking you. you. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, it's pretty simple. It's really nice to be adored. Yeah. I found myself knee deep in Kate Winslet's Wikipedia page. Oh, wow. Because I've been watching. Mayor. Have you been watching? I forgot. I did. That was what inspired my um, Who do you think newsletter it? about how teens oh, are I gotta mean. Oh, I got to read that. Because the show's obviously the- bad i i mean i like the show oh, i like the show it's bad the show has done an incredible thing in that it has made one of the sexiest most charismatic actors look absolutely sickly and have kate? zero star power kate no evan peters no i have to disagree oh my god this, I is, am, this is textbook he is i my he's his hottest to me in that, that is crazy he is so fucking hot in everything else to me and when i saw so him in this, in i was like what? i know he's like trying to do a different thing and i love and i respect him and i would definitely like if no, Brian allowed, like, ask him to be our third. He's your hall pass. He's your, oh, <laughs> He's my God. He's so hot to me. You guys having a three-way with him would be hot. It would be so hot. It's so funny, like, when you're horny at different times. Yeah. Uh, Four times in the middle of the night, Brian was, like, groping me because he was, like, half asleep. Yeah. Which I'm obsessed with. And I was like, no king. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Evan Peters what, looks oh my God, unwell. We, sorry, that reminded me of last night. So, Angela's been over for three days. So, he came back and I was, like, kind of horny. We were, like, watching... um. 
a bunch of house spies and I was kind of like on the couch like, mm-hmm. like kind of, you know like it's like making, you're making yourself known I was making myself known on the couch <laughs> and he was like I'm sorry because he really he had to wake up at like 7 a.m. six days in a row for which for our, for our current oh, sleep schedule totally. it's like okay then you're not sleeping like we go to bed close. at five like are you still on that train um we're slightly better right now what like, will it take to change you um I don't know it's but, hard because if you keep Doing these LA-based writers' rooms, like you're always gonna get that hall pass, <laughs> kind of sleep way. But um, but well, I mean, not anymore because I think if there are LA-based writers' rooms, probably now they'll happen in person, which I'm kind of excited about. Not that I am in consideration for even a single one at current, but I think you're gonna be getting offers out out the ass very soon. I have an offer came right out of my ass, as <laughs> as though it were shit. I would love someone to call me up and be like. Hi. Hi, I have some good news. <laughs> Hi, I'm an author who knows you. <laughs> um, but wait, so... There is an author who knows me who I'm obsessed with. Oh, really? She's going to come on the pod. Oh, incredible. I should have my author on the pod. We should set them up. Hey. <laughs> yep. Straight woman, gay man, for the first time. For the first time it happened. Uh, you should have the author, author on... I can't speak. I know. I should have the author on the pod. But wait, what was I going to say? So I was making myself known to Angel on the couch. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm feeling really asexual. I haven't slept at all. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So he's like taking a shower as like one and I'm like trying to get off my sleep cycle and I have a cold. So I'm like, let me go get NyQuil. So I go get NyQuil. I take NyQuil and I'm like going to sleep. Then all of a sudden, I think he must have smoked when he got out of the shower. He's like so horny all of a sudden and he's like desperate mm-hmm. for sex. And I'm like smoked weed. I think he probably smoked weed. I don't know. Sometimes you don't talk about it if he does because he gets annoying when he does. And sometimes <laughs> if he's being annoying, I have to be like, did you smoke? And <gasps> Uh, that's like, like this yeah. morning when I was when Brian's like, "Why are you so out of it?" And I was like, "I took half a Xanax." And he's like, "You didn't tell me that." And I was like, Ugh. "Well, it's just like annoying when it's like someone's like saying it's something that's not that interesting, and like you won't be like you wouldn't you would know this isn't interesting <laughs> if you weren't high. You know that's what I mean? Funny. Yeah. But then it's like he'll be like, "How am I annoying when I'm high?" I'm like, "Because you talk about things that, don't, that aren't interesting." And it's like, <laughs> and he's like, "And I don't when I'm sober." I'm like, "No, you do when you're sober too." But like, but at least you know. At least you know. <laughs> but um, so anyways, that goes. to that goes to kind of you saying it's funny when you're horny at different times. Yeah. Oh my God, girls, girls, girls. Have you heard the news? Literally, my truth salutes. This pod is sponsored by the new very chic, very fab Showtime show. Say it with me. Z-Way. You know her. You love her. She's hilarious. She's brilliant. She's gorgeous. She really has it all. And now she has a TV show to boot. Yes. And she's a dear friend. And it would mean the world to us if you ran, not walked to watch her show. And I think you're going to freaking love it. It literally is so good. And I think I make a little appearance yes, at some point. Yes, he does. Point. And I'm, I'm sure you're already watching it and you're like, shut up. We get it. Yeah. But we just need to make sure to support our the Seek Treatment family, of which Z-Way is, of course, a part. It's a no-holds-barred mix of musical numbers and interviews and sketches that challenge our discomfort with race, politics, and cultural issues. And Variety says that Z-Way is a fully formed bit of comic brilliance. Yes, girl. Literally everyone's talking about the show Z-Way because it is obviously incredible and you should absolutely not miss out. Um, It's appointment television and it's from Showtime and the internet sensation herself, Z-Way. So join the hype and stream new episodes of Z-Way every Sunday at 11, only on Showtime, baby. Should we do a letter for help? Yeah. We're feeling altruistic. We were feeling altruistic about half an hour ago. And now we're even more altruistic than ever. Yeah. What's another word for that? Um, philanthropic. Philanthropic. I feel like there's another A word that means that. 
Like, I'm being not ambivalent. Not ambivalent. Never. I never feel Charitable. Philanthropic. It'll come. Um, Hello, Catherine and Patrick. I am incredibly embarrassed to be leaving a voicemail in case someone will recognize me, but that's pretty impossible. Anyway, I wanted to ask your advice on how to be more confident in the bedroom. Oh, my God. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for almost like three years, and I'm still super scared all the time to just be like, fucking slap me or tie me up or whatever have you, even though... He definitely makes me feel very comfortable with more myself. Just being like, you don't have to say that, girl. He's not like listening. An and I don't think I'll ever be able to get over it. And I know you guys, or you say you don't care about those things, and you're very confident. So, how did you get to that point? Also, what is the youngest person you guys would ever hang out with? Because I feel like I'm. Being a absolute freak, hanging out with people who are like six years younger than me right now. <laughs> but I don't think it's that weird. Like when you're an adult and you're almost thirty, like does it really matter? <laughs> I just realized I asked you two very unrelated questions, so I'm kind of cheating. But you know, answer what you feel like. Have a great day. Love you. <laughs> well, okay, girl, okay, we're I love legally you. obligated <laughs> to call the police and put you on a government watch for your inappropriate relations with those who are young. Um, two part question. I'll answer the second part first because I think, I think one of the greatest joys in life is having friends who are both older and younger than you. So I'm trying to always. I feel like I made some friends who are like 25, 24. Yeah. You gotta stay. You gotta keep Gen Z close. Well, this you gotta keep Gen Z close, but also here's the thing. There's two types of people in this world: mm-hmm. people that are only friends with their grade, and people that are always <laughs> friends with the grade above, grade below. Yeah. <laughs> and those of us, and I'm one of them, who are friends with grade above, grade above, below. Too. It's like you're gonna. Of My course, grade never connected with me. Like when you move to New York afterwards, like yeah, that's gonna carry over. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna be hanging out with like the 50 year old authors. You're gonna be hanging out with like the gen z queens like you're yeah. just used to being big sister little sister i think it's totally normal natch i want to be clear first part of your question first of all i love you i adore you although i'm confident i did literally last night google how to like yourself so it's a journey <laughs> sometimes i'm just like i go in these moods where i'm just like i look in the mirror i'm like you fucking suck yeah i just feel like literally name one good thing about myself yeah same the only thing to do in those situations is try to be nice to someone. Because then, like, when you are nice to someone, you do feel, like, high on, like, your own. You're like, okay, I'm literally need to be canonized as a saint because yeah. I'm one of the best people on the planet. It does help. It's tough. The sexy thing, I, my only suggestion, I guess, would be maybe bring it up, like, I would bring it up in combo, like, on a date night or, like, at dinner or over drinks. Like, not pre-sex or, like, even when you're naked. Just be, like... What are your, I love being like, what are your kinks? What are your fantasies? What have you been into lately? And I'll just be like, what I'll do is I'll be like, Bri, watch this porn. And they're doing this thing I kind of want to try. And he'll be like, what is it? And I'm like, I don't know. And then we'll be kind of nervous. And then I'll say it. And he's like, okay. It sounds like your boyfriend's really into you. And he'll be like, yeah. really receptive to whatever you want. I think people, um, find a lot of comfort in being told what their partner wants. I think that that feels like a relief. I also think that I don't have a lot of experience with this because I don't feel like I um, have any like specific, specific, specific 
needs. But I, I guess I do always ask for them whenever I want them. But they're always, like, really basic. They're, like, um, like I, I don't feel like I – I don't have a very um, interesting palette, I don't think. Part of me thinks, like, you know, because I'm in love, like, Brian could tell me any kink, and I'd be like, of course. But then part of me is like, I don't want to shit on someone. Oh, I definitely don't want to shit on but someone. But I also want to, like, if that's your kink, I don't want to shame you, like – I don't. I, I you can don't probably think, find a way to enjoy that. I don't think it's shaming someone. I think that. Um, I think that you have to both be into it. You know what? I'm, you don't my, have to be into your partner's kinks. Yeah, I'm just I, right. You can not. I just. I'm getting tired. Angelo wants to. Do sound, <laughs> I'm getting tired. Of like Angelo really would be into sounding, which I would never do. What's that? It's when you literally and I. I think that if you like this, like go off. But and I and I'll ask him if we have to delete this, but I don't think we will. But it's when I think, and I have a really poor understanding of it, so I'm sure I'll be reached out to by my best <laughs> the friends. By botanist, at least. <laughs> yeah, by at least. At the very botanist. least, a botanist will reach out. Um, I think it's when you like p- take like a, a little like skinny little oh. rod and put it up your dick hole, and it's supposed to feel good. Oh, that sounds that sounds horrible. E- yeah, but also some people, I think it's supposed to feel really good, okay. and some people are really into Go it. Off. But I, it, because of my own like, you know, squeamishness or like. You know, in the same I don't way, have a dick, but that even seems bad to me. The same way I feel scared of small holes, I feel scared. Yeah, of that. The, the the ultimate small hole. Yeah. Why is it called sounding? I thought it, I literally thought you were gonna say it's <laughs> it's when you're blowing someone, and you start singing. I was like, that sounds fun. Like, oh. <laughs> no one's ever wanted me to do that, and I respect them for that. What am I into? Brian goes literally hog wild when I lick below his balls. It's so, I feel so powerful. I'm really into ball stuff. Yeah. I always want someone to touch my balls. I like getting, I really like getting my, uh, say it with me, tits sucked on. Oh, interesting. It feels so good. I'm sure. They're so I, sensitive. Sometimes Angela will like. Like hate. nipples? And I don't like that because I'm really self-conscious about my like. Why? Because um, I have like puffy nipples. And but like, that's like, that can be hot. But ever since I was young, mm. I've always always that's always been a part of my body i've been really insecure about and um so like when he if like it makes me feel like i'm breastfeeding in a way that like doesn't make <laughs> me feel sexual i don't like what one thing i don't love is that if i try to find a video where a girl where like someone's getting like where tit sucking is involved it's almost always like inv- i'm like i don't want to see like a breastfeeding thing no i don't either i want it to be sexy just because like that's hot to me Sometimes, you know a lot of times mean, in gay you know porn, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of times in gay porn, they'll start looking at their nipples, and I actually skip forward because yeah. it's just not that I don't like it or do like sure. it. It just doesn't really do much for me. I, I feel bad. I want to like make sure that girl feels like I, connected I, to and responded to. I, I, I think, think she, she knows. I think it's like you have to be like it's so endearing to be like, hey, I'm like I'm a little nervous to tell you this, but like I kind of want to try this because he's honestly he's gonna like it. He's, he's gonna, gonna like, gonna like it. it. If I know straight guys, which I do. Also, like, you know, if you're in a serious relationship, don't you want to be with someone who you can be like, tie me up, daddy. Tie me up, daddy. And they think that's fine. Um, Okay. So anyways. Um, So anyways. Let's do one more letter because we ended up um, catching up, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not talking about. (laughs) What? The vacation. The vacation. Well, we have that (laughs) at this point now. We can say that for our next episode. Yeah, we might as well. (laughs) We literally can do a whole other episode of the pod if we wanted to. Just on the vacation. One day we could do another episode of this. I think the whole thing about the vacation is like, I feel so sitcom-y when I'm like, I went, like, I almost, it's almost embarrassing to be like, I went on vacation. I really would like to go on vacation. I want to go away somewhere. You know what I think I want for my 30th? I was telling Brian this, like as a gift from either my parents or him or whatever, like 
I want to do a weekend like a really nice beach. Yeah. I've never been to a really nice I've beach. I've never been to a really nice beach. I want to do a weekend in like, you know, you see, um, yes. you see on Instagram. It's on the water. So I'm actually talking about something different. Okay. Um, where it's like in a desert and it's like a spot kind of in the Ooh, desert. Oh, like a New Mexico. Yeah. I, like I would love that. Angela said the most crazy thing to me the other day. He said, you have to go to New Mexico at some point. Imagine <laughs> you didn't even know your partner had been to New Mexico out of nowhere. Like, like out of nowhere. Ready for this? Your partner goes, you have to go to New Mexico <laughs> at some point. It's like, do I even know you? Well, Who first have... of all, you love New Mexico because you always talk about Flagstaff, Arizona. That's Arizona, That's yeah. That's the same. Oh, I was so excited. I was going to have, I gave myself the nicest gift last year when uh-huh. I came into a little bit of extra money. I said, you know what? I'm going to invest in, I, sp- I bought $900 worth of Olympic trials tickets for oh three God, days. Because you pick, it's a two week long meet. So you look at when all the different races oh, are. So fun for you, you pick which days you want to go to. And, and some really special days I invested in like, very nice things mm-hmm. and you know it's my own little hobby so i was gonna go by myself and just like stay in oregon and like oh, go to sounds... this meet by myself and just really enjoy you it stay in like a cabin or something and then they got can't they got postponed because of cove because of covid and so it's been a year and now they just announced like they're just refunding everyone damn but you can do that again right or something in four years in oh, three years wait wait do you want to um take the mic while i go to the bathroom yeah yeah i'm just being like Oh, oh, take my, oh, I thought you were like handing me your mic. I was like, I guess I can do that. Oh, gosh. Now I have some alone time with my babies. Um, so let me talk to you guys finally about um, what I'm thinking about, which is nothing. I feel crazy because my most latest, my latest um, newsletter was very personal. And sometimes, you know, when you write something personal, it's like the only thing that's enjoyable to write. But then you immediately feel very ashamed, even if there's nothing wrong with it. And I just feel very vulnerable and I don't trust the general public and um, I don't know. I have such a, I'm trying to mediate right now my relationship with like um, people that I don't know because sometimes I get so scared of them or, or like perception of me. And so anytime I feel like I'm letting them into something, I get very nervous. So I think I'm like going through that right now. But anyways, it feels really nice because I'm in Manhattan and I've only been in Bushwick, Brooklyn and not my favorite part of Bushwick, Brooklyn for like 17 months. And um, so it feels nice to actually be out of my apartment for once. This hasn't been interesting, but it has been something. And now Catherine's <laughs> back. Um, okay, so back, let, let's do one more letter. Wait, can you all tell we're in person? Isn't it so fun? Yeah. Thank you for both coming over, by the way. Of course. I was like, well, I'm in that place where I'm like, oh my gosh, like a reason to leave my home. Well, it's kind of fun that we're all... Like you're, you're so close, and then we're on the same train, so you feel like you can get a lot of it, good reading it, in. It literally is thirty minutes. It's amazing. Yeah, that's why I love. Like at first, when Brian was like, "I'm moving to Bushwick," I was like, "Okay, you hate me." And now it's like, "Oh, you're my next door neighbor." I feel a lot, even though I'm so much further out than I was when I was in Greenpoint. Like as the crow flies, uh-huh. I feel so much closer because I was a twenty minute walk from the L. 12 minute walk from the G and I would I, I at it's that impossible point, to go anywhere at that point you're always Ubering no matter always what Ubering. because it's like I'm not even I'm not even it's like the laziness of being like I don't want to get off the L mm-hmm. and then walk for 20 minutes whereas now it's like I think that I really will never Uber because I'm literally like above a L station yeah and the L like gets so much shit and so does the G but they're not that bad of trains well the L's better now because they fixed it during COVID though I have to say on my way here I was going through something where someone was what like listening to something on their phone they mm-hmm. had headphones they were wearing headphones that were not plugged into the phone which they, they didn't know no i think they didn't oh. know so i don't understand what this person was going through they were blasting music <laughs> while they were wearing headphones attached to nothing but they knew that so then i actually had to move to the next car because i sometimes when i'm mm. reading and i notice a sound oh really yeah same move to the next car someone's playing a yeah. game that's so loud and i'm like i guess after covid people got used to like being on the train really alone and like yeah 
I was like, I hope we kind of know moving forward. We're not going to be always doing this. We're not going to be always alone on the train. Um, wait, let's do but one I, more letter. I'm a firm believer in like, it's better to be closer to a farther subway stop. Yes. Then, yeah. I didn't know I was a firm believer of that, but I feel so much more accessible now, even though I'm off the Halsey L, which is a million stops out. That is far. But I don't mind it. But when I lived like a 15-minute walk from the Bedford L, I would literally Uber from the train station to my house. I've done that. Which was psychotic. I've done that. When I had the flu, I did that. When I had the flu, I did that. I'll never forget one time going to buy drugs from this girl. um, (laughs) Shout out. This girl who only could whisper. It was so weird. Oh my God, I hope I don't have that. She only could whisper... It, I don't know if that was medical, but or it was like she had been awake for a really long time or what. But she, it felt like it hurt to talk, but it didn't. I don't think. But she only could whisper. But anyways, I remember like taking the G to this place that was like a mile away from our apartment and walking there because I needed all my money for the drugs. And I remember she was <laughs> like, "Wow, you must have you walked here from the G. You must really be fiending. You must really be fiending." This character needs said. to be in your yeah, in one of your works. I, I met her because she was someone I kind it's of kind know of like sister. Lauren. That's kind of sort of video vibes. Oh, really? Her vampire character. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Her voice is, that voice is so funny. Do you know last night on the Zoom show I did, there was this girl I could see was on her phone during it, and I started, like, calling her out one of my songs. I was like, and you're on your phone. You don't care about me. And then she DM'd me and was like, hey, sorry, I'm the social media person. I'm like, I'm such a bitch. I know. The worst I felt is, so bad. I had, oh, I told you. I recently, oh, I feel so, I felt so bad because it's like, we as artists reach to make comedy out of whatever is there. And, and oftentimes there's not a lot there. And I got an, a, from a person who was so sweet and I I made them feel like I was mad at them by accident in Mm. writing and then I felt so bad and they sent me a apology card and I felt so terrible and to that person know that I love you and think you're such a star and I just was trying to be silly and funny yeah you know what people don't you're like a true you're you're so sweet. I think sometimes people think you're gonna be like sassy or something well sometimes I can be a bitch but it only comes from fear (laughs) <laughs> same um, <laughs> my bitch mm, it is all it all is from fear it's yeah. fear i just spit so much and hurt hurt it's fear and hurt and oftentimes anger but yeah. anger is just sadness but right a- anger is just for me anger is really just hurt anger is so much hurt yeah okay so, so crush of the week so my first crush. oh of, right my crush of the week that actually this wasn't the one i just was gonna say i'm gonna i mean i am gonna say my other mm-hmm. crush but i also when i said i was like oh i have a crush of the week i then thought i was like oh my other crush of the week is what's his name again evan peters mm-hmm. in specifically that show and it's because he That's has that so accent d- yeah. it's so that defines our types in such a real way like which evan peters are you yeah it's like if you're the mayor of east Evan peters like i respect that but it's so not me. What are you, American Horror Story? Yeah, I am that. Okay, yeah. calm down. And he's going to play Jeffrey Dahmer, which I know is going to do, do things to me. You know, he also was in WandaVision. I know. I've been told I should watch that. You know, you know who I love? What I will say. Kat it's, Dennings. It's, I love her. Yeah, she's really good in, in that and also in the Thor movies. She's good in everything. What's so fun about that is like she's in this trio with like an older man and Natalie Portman in mm-hmm. the Thor movies and like. They'll post on social media like TBT to set and it's them having fun. You know what I love about her? Okay, my dream women, the two women I'm dying to look like and would kill to look like, Kat Dennings and Rachel Weiss. They have the same. I Rachel Weiss. You do. They have the same. They're just like so stunning that it's crazy and they have such sex appeal. Oh my God. Um, why, It's so embarrassing to talk about this, but it's like having now watched all the Marvel uh, movies up to Endgame, I do think it's such an accomplishment what they've done. I really do think it's really special what Marvel has done. And that's so embarrassing, but I don't know this person. Really? Oh my God. I saw pictures of Daniel Craig shirtless and I was like, <laughs> He... 
doesn't do it for me. He makes me dry. Uh, he does it for me, and he did it for me in Knives Out. Daniel Craig's make, makes me dry. He did it for me in Knives Out, and he did it for me on Google Image. <gasps> David, David, Daniel Craig. Wait, Rugg did you watch list. that movie I texted you that was good about Amanda Seyfried? Not yet, but I saw that on Netflix. But the problem I have with it is I don't like Supernatural. It seems supernatural. Yeah. I want to watch that. I also want to watch the Cynthia. The acting Not really the Cynthia, good. the Kristen Davis one where she's like, her husband's like maybe cheating on her with a nanny who's evil. And who's looks, that? Chris, uh charlotte from sex and oh that looks great looks that, looks so, like, that looks like you'll like it yeah i want to watch it with angela because he'll like he really likes when like an actress like that is like making choices <laughs> hey, also angela's other favorite like it almost is a frustrating you can't watch any movie with angela where there's like an actress who is, does action moves because he needs you have to backspace it every time and he has to look for the stunt double and pause it frame by frame until that he can is see. but it i will say at first it was so annoying but then it's like sometimes <laughs> like to see the stunt double it is so crazy it's almost oh it's like a man in a crazy wig that looks nothing like the person and it's it is like lol oh my god send me a screenshot yeah we the first one we ever did i remember was uh, on becoming a god in southern california or whatever which we ultimately was that good um it started good and it got not as good but there was a scene where chris kirsten kirsten dunce like Mm -hmm. crashes through a wall on an atv and he like froze it me this summer it was fully like the rock of love guy like it was so funny um was like the sun devil but Anyways, my crush of the week is Evan Peters, but my other crush of the week is, you know, I went through a thing over the summer where I could not start new reality shows because I I literally couldn't watch any more Housewives in COVID. Like, I just couldn't do it. And so... I watched some Housewives on the plane. I don't know what season this was. It was... You'll know. It was Luann drinking Fose. That's the current season. Okay. Yeah. It was dark. That's the current. Yeah. So what's wrong with Sonia? A lot. But she's so real. I do is she doing it? Um, is she is she doing it? No. Is she performing? She is an alcoholic. She's being really real. Yeah. But you gotta love that in some ways. Yeah, she's one of the realest people that's ever been on the show. When she was like screaming about J.P. Morgan. Yeah, that was last night. Oh, it was playing on my plane. Oh yeah, it was live. Shout out to JetBlue. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> but wait. So, anyways, I just like couldn't take any more. It's like the screen goes black, and it's like Chiron, and it's like. The housewives all have to shut down production because COVID's happening. And I just like couldn't watch any more reality shows yeah. set in COVID time. So that's why I moved to, I really moved to scripted for a little while. But um but I now I'm catching up and and I wanna and I love Atlanta, the the wives I feel and so uh I watched that whole season and it was a pretty good season. There was boring parts of it, but it centered around this um bachelorette party Mm -hmm. where shit went down what happened they covered all the cameras there was a stripper named bolo who candy (laughs) burris brought to the trip in a glass box a dick (laughs) in a box they walked in and there was this gorgeous man inside of a glass box (laughs) then he stripped for them then they like people had sex with him (gasps) but no one everyone was like being cool like like candy was like can we just be cool about it but like kenya moore who i who she's one of my girls who like it's funny because Kenya and Portia are both this way. We're like, even when they're wrong to me, I'm like, we'll always stand by them. I'd be like, are leave they, them alone. Are they married? No, Kenya and Portia. They're no. both single. They're both. Well, Kenya's going through a divorce and Portia's, I, I guess, like, We're also going through a divorce. So Kenya didn't fuck the stripper. But the next morning, she was like putting everyone on blast. Like she was doing a fake investigation of like who fucked Bolo. <laughs> and she's like, I heard voices and sex noises. <gasps> and then this woman, Tanya, who is partnered, was like basically... Tanya didn't know, but Kenya in her investigation had already established and Portia who when that the sex had happened in Portia's room and Portia, it's not as big of a deal because she was like single at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Tanya wasn't. And Tanya goes, all I had to say is I was in Portia's room all night long. And Kenya had already established that, like, some oh, three-way no. had happened. Between... And so and it was Tanya blew up her own spot. That's and then, juicy. And then never it. appeared on the show again. Anyways, my crush week is the stripper bolo because he was so hot. And apparently he has, like, a, uh, and they said this was real and true. Big dick. A 20-inch <gasps> penis. Which that is, is not true. <laughs> I, I know. 20 which, inches is what? Like I my mean, whole arm? I, yeah. At that point. Can we see a visual on bolo? I couldn't. Um, yeah, let me pull him up. Um, I, I couldn't um, obviously take a 20-inch tw- a dick, which I'm okay with. But, uh, but um, I'm okay with that, too. Sometimes when you see someone really hot, it's like, imagine, like, like being that person like what it must feel like to wake up and like look in the mirror and be like i was thinking that when i was watching the part in cruel summer where the popular girl is about to go to the extra jazzercise class with her mom oh yeah and she looks in the mirror and she puts on lip gloss and she like likes what she sees and i was yeah. like what does that feel like yeah to like what you see i need you to watch the wilds okay you, you know i don't ask for i'm much. looking for a new show because i finished couples therapy did you did i tell you the oh that? you didn't i'm going to you'll love it did you watch Allison? You'll love it. Also, we want to get Allison a boyfriend. So if anyone knows any single men. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's extremely hot. Yeah. His body. That when it, when it dips. When it dips like that. Hell <laughs> moi. My crush of the week is three. It was seeing when I saw Meg Stalter and Sarah Squirm for coffee at, at 930 a.m. in Los Angeles. It was nothing short of medicinal. It was healing. They are. Two of the only real girls in this town. I'm addicted to their love. And my other crush is my dear, dear, dear friend, Patrick Riley, who I saw at the Ace Hotel pool. And we just had the most lovely afternoon. And I felt so at peace with him. And so I want to shout him out. He's a very, very talented musician, actor. Please go listen to his music on Spotify. His song, Hazy, is truly like should be Billboard Top 100. It's so fucking good. So check oh, that I, out. I think. Uh, oh, yeah. You yeah. know that song. Yeah, I do. So those are my crushes of the week. Um, do I feel hot today? Yes, because my hair is soft. Um, do you feel hot today? You look great. Um, I felt hot. And then it was the German word for when you like see yourself in the mirror reflection while you're walking. Mm-hmm. Not the mirror reflection, the like a uh, window reflection the while side. you're like hurrying to a place you're a little bit late to. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like interesting angle. Um, it's but- hard with jeans when I see the side angle. And I'm like, oh, so I l- no offense. Nothing wrong with it. But I. Nothing wrong with being pregnant, but I did kind of look pregnant in that moment. I literally have post baby body without the baby, which is fine and beautiful. Yeah. And I have to say, and I have to say that it's and okay. Who knows? Maybe there is a baby that we. And just guess don't what? Know. No matter what my body looks like, I keep getting absolutely fucked to hell. So I don't really care. Um. All right. So, so I guess that's. There. Are you mad at me? <laughs> oh no, not at all. Amazing. Are you mad at me? Not even close. That was mediumly. I'm so unmad because of how nice it was for you to come. Well, if you're late with coffee, I don't care. Totally, and that's what I know. And when you're late. Because also, even when it was just going to be my coffee, I was like, for the good of the pod, I need oh, to have coffee. I needed it. Um, Not mad at all. Love, laugh, love you. So if you guys want to submit letters for help, um, leave us a little voicemail at 917-243-1302. Once again, that's 917-243-1302 to leave a letter for help. Boo, boo, boo. Our show is done. Woo! Hey, y'all. So this episode has the honor of being actually recorded in live person. Pat and I sat butt to butt on my little velvet couch. And bare ass to bare ass. We recorded it nude from the, the waist down. 
and we had the best time. And we, what we wanted to share with you is that we are officially relaunching our Patreon on June 1st. And what you're going to get on June 1st is more in-person, just me and Pat recordings. And so we just wanted to kind of let you guys know that and so you can get um, get your wallets. What if I was like, get your wallets ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. To give us billions. Um, that's all. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for thank you. Um, continuing to listen. Thank you for listening to us and loving us. And, and we love you. And, and continuing to listen. And if you don't love us, that's okay. We don't. We don't. We wish you the best. We wish you the best. Love you. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment.